Hello and welcome back, my Royal Rogues. My name is Jesus Enrique Rosas, I'm the Royal Rogue. And tonight we have the Montecito Screams dialed up to 11 with the headlines of Harry and Meghan devastated by Emmy Snob amid run of bad luck. And by the way, I was looking at this picture, this screenshot for the Netflix... Um, Let's change. I've been saying horror-mentary since December, but today I was thinking that it was a lousy way of talking about it. I think the more appropriate term should be dog-shite-mentary, which is more musical and even has a nice Londoner ring to it. I will try to say it as cockney as I can. Dog-shite-mentary. Oi. But well, this screenshot from the Dockshide Mentory is like Harry was going over his life choices, making yet another assessment. Maybe thinking what would have happened if he had married Chelsea for once. And I got a lot of flack yesterday because I called this production a flop. The Sausage Squad was offended by my remarks and they tried to prove me wrong. That it was not a flop and far from it, it was a success. Lo and behold, for some strange reason, today we got reports of the total amount of watch time of this. More than 80 million hours. And I can understand that you can have a hard time trying to grasp how much time is this. In terms of views, of course. Just to give you an idea, in three years of video making journey, I've accumulated 20 million hours of watch time on my two YouTube channels without being born in a royal household or any experience in the yacht um, uh, business. But this is not a banana measuring contest by any means. I, I just wanted to give you some kind of reference so you could decide for yourself if the Harkle's dogshot mentory was a flop or not. And royal expert Ingrid Seward recently claimed that the Duke and Duchess of Sausages are devastated about being left out of the award, shall nots. But of course, the couple will not show it, the editor-in-chief of Majesty Magazine told The Mirror. You know, this is the problem with uh, royal commentators or royal experts. Yeah, pretty much anyone can just call themselves a royal expert. And this is something that Dickie Arbiter said the other day. So many unknowns claiming to be royal experts devalues the word experts. And I agree. Any Joe Schmo can put up a YouTube channel and start spewing pseudo-royal nonsense. And in our previous example, I know the royal expert who gave the remarks of the articles being devastated and not showing it it's just plain wrong. And I don't say this from a behavioral expertise angle. I say it from experience. And as I've said a couple times, humor works because it tells the truth. And you know how everyone got this joke because it's true. But I have my doubts about reports like this one. Prince Harry running out of options and call Prince William to ask for a truce. Yeah, sure. I'll take Things that never happened for $400, Alex. No, but really, let's imagine for a second that this is true. That Harry called William to ask for a truce. And that sentence could be technically true. But another thing is that William actually picked up the phone. I, I mean, I, I think not even Meghan picks up the phone when Harry calls. And on the other hand, what kind of options is Harry running out? Are we talking about places to stay at night? Maybe the hotels that he's staying at 
are tired of receiving IOU notes that they cannot cash in. Or maybe the ginger winger is uh, running out of people who believe he can be a good influence and talk about life coaching with all that comes from it. Forgiveness, being kind, having a purpose, discipline, and just the slightest amount of self-respect. Or maybe he is running out of arguments to tell Megan that he doesn't want to play the celebrity game anymore, that he's tired, that he wants a normal life. He wants to travel in normal private jets. Is that too much to ask? So no, I don't think for one minute that William would pick up that call. But let's pretend for a moment that he, at one point, decides to go for it, to accept Harry's incoming call. I hope William goes for a reverse prank call. No, son, you got the wrong number. This is not Constantine Palace, I'm afraid. But even the words are misleading. What kind of truce are we talking about? A truce is when two parties are attacking each other, or one party is attacking and the other is defending. And they call for a truce to get some kind of agreement. But in this case, William is not really defending himself from anything. We could talk about the royal family by extension. They have acted as if Harry doesn't exist. And yes, this sounds a bit cold and heartless, but you've noticed for months that uh, this is the only possible answer or non-reaction to these attacks. So it's absurd that people be talking about some kind of truce when the term itself doesn't apply. Because it's like a bird, a ginger bird in this case, trying to call a truce with a wall. And the most important thing in this kind of negotiations is that you need leverage. You need to have something that the other party wants or can benefit from. But Harry has nothing of that. What could Harry have or do that could benefit the royal family? I don't know, but I have trouble trying to come up with something concrete in this regard. It would be great if you can help me with that in the comments. If you can come up with something, of course. Because the desperation is real. Meghan Markle, desperately frantic for a positive change, can't stay anti-royalty. This is how you know that her bosses at Netflix are upset. Their biggest weapon, the attacks on the racist royal family, was not enough to make a dent in the audience's attention span. And this comes from Valentine Lowe, and he says, I've spoken to their people who basically, in terms of accusations against the royal family, they say, we are done. But in an effort to clarify, Mr. Lowe also added, it's not that there won't be any shots, because there might be shots, but I don't think that there will be a concerted thing, like a book or a program or a big interview. Meanwhile, the Prince and Princess of Wales had a family day out of the Royal International Air Tattoo, raising money for the charity of the Royal Air Force while exploring a C-17 plane and meeting crew from the U.S. Air Force. And from that, we got this amazing picture. And I agree with J.E. May's caption. Louis looking like he walks down the ramp of a C-17 plane every day. Again, Louis and Charlotte looking like anime characters and wearing matching shoes. Well, George was matched with William. And congratulations to the brilliant winners of the competition on designing a sustainable aircraft for the future of the Royal Air Force. And today, 
we say goodbye with this comment found on YouTube and posted by Ban72 on Twitter. Right on Betty, trophy emoji, aiming for an Emmy and getting a critic's choice is like aiming for William and getting Howie, Joker emoji. I think it's a brilliant summary of this past week. My royal rogues, I'm thankful that more than 1 million of you watched my videos in the past 30 days. But somehow only a fraction of that million have subscribed to my channel when it's completely free. All you need to do is hit the subscribe button and that's it. Thanks for inspiring me to make these daily videos. And remember, much love and bliss.